Oh, it's footy and frothies. It's Magic Round. Uh, round 10, 2022. Barney, I'll be embarking upon Suncorp Stadium, or embarking towards, is that the English? Heading that direction. Heading, in, yes. heading up there to Queensland <laughs> to go to the footy and watch the footy. Uh, so looking forward to that, along with uh, sold out. Well, the, well along, with every, <laughs> along with everyone else at Suncorp Stadium this week. And uh, looking forward to that and looking forward to analysing these games. There's rain on the way, which makes potentially some of the games interesting. It makes potentially the state of the ground by the end of the weekend interesting as well. Uh, so some, the more I looked at this round, the trickier it sort of got in some of these matches. I'm sure we had a lot of rain up there last year, though, too, didn't we? And it held up pretty well. It held well. up pretty well. I think we were a bit worried it was about it. two years it, ago. But, yeah. It might have been two years ago, yeah. One it was definitely a wet magic round, and we thought that the ground would fall apart, and it didn't. So hopefully yeah. it stays that oh, way this way. It'll drain fine as long as it gets a chance to. But, uh, yeah, very interesting. To see. Is that when they had to renovate it afterwards? Yeah. Yep. They had was. to renovate it afterwards. So we'll see how it goes. Uh, but throughout the car, there's a bunch of teams that I wanted to pen, and they're all playing each other. So um, <laughs> it is a tricky round to tip in. Uh, Barney, Dag, and Ollie with you, having done all this. We'll get to the introductions and mention that we're here. We are previewing a magic round. Uh, anything you want to touch on before we get into this, Ollie? Not really, other than I'm going to be holding down the fort in uh, good old New South Wales uh, for the team. While at you guys Club Trev, I believe. Yeah, well, at, at the Club Trev studio on Saturday night, um, watching the games there, looking forward to that with a few of the boys there hoping to have a good time but i hope you boys have an even better time throughout the entire weekend not just the saturday night thank you that's very oh, kind of you Oliver. much appreciated anything you want to add barney no nah, nothing from me mate <laughs> good um if we well you should see us come say good day we'll be out and about indulging in uh, a frothy here and there potentially wearing one of these hats catching Absolutely. up with a few a little a bit of footy i guess queensland based scoundrels along the way so keep yeah, on we may have to buy that. a few ponchos yeah, so I hear we might go and I might invest tomorrow. Anyway, we'll make those plans off air and we'll kick off Magic Round 6 o'clock on Friday at Suncorp, as they all are, with the Bulldogs taking on Newcastle. Only one change for the Knights with uh, Patalo onto the bench, I believe, for Seamunga Fanai. And uh, so, uh, not for the Knights, for the Bulldogs. Newcastle, welcome back Barnett and Clune. Uh, with Johns going out, Suaso Su onto the reserves, Phoenix Cross and back to the bench. Edric Lee would need to pass concussions, uh, get past concussion protocols. Barney, how are you kicking off Magic Round? Yeah, I don't want to tip either of these teams. It's just a common theme, at least one game every week. But um, I'm actually going to go with Newcastle. I know that I mentioned how bad their defence was the other week, but I don't know if the dogs have enough to actually put enough pressure on them for their defence to be that bad in this game. So I think this is the probably one game of the year that Ponga actually wins a game for Newcastle. I've got Ponga to be man of the match, but I am going to go the Bulldogs to score the first try with Josh Adokar on the left-hand side. But I think Newcastle will win this game one to twelve. I think their forwards will eventually get the roll on and probably win the back win the back end of this game, which will give enough time and space for Ponga to set up a try or two. Barney, our next merchandise shirt's going to just have your head with time and space. You do love some time and space. Uh, best way to play footy, mate. Yeah. Bit of time and space. Ollie, it is the most magical round of the year and we are kicking it off 
with 15th <laughs> versus 16th. What a way to kick off Magic Around. I can't think of anything better. to be In terms of the entertainment value watching the game live, nothing better. I can't wait for this shit show. Um, I'm going to go with the Bulldogs in, in this one, actually, and it's purely down to the fact that it's weird. You can't go home and away here, really, but... Look, I tip when Kyle Flanagan first came back, I said there are going to be a couple of teams, hopefully at least by the end of the year, that he's going to be able to put on a blinder against. If he can't put on a blinder against Newcastle, then, I mean, Jesus Christ. So I'm actually going to back him for man of the match, get a couple of tries, uh, possibly a meat pie in there as well. And I'm also going to go first try scorer Josh Adokar off of a Matt Burton assist. I'm going to go with, I have zero confidence, I, I, I'm tipping the Bulldogs under sufferance. Uh, I'm going to give first try scorer like Barney to Adokar just because he's the one that keeps trying and um, has been unlikely not to score first in probably four or five games this year. You know he's going to put in, uh, make something and hopefully be allowed to keep his try this week. I'll suggest if, he, if they are to win, he'd polling the points, but I'm going to give Matt Burton man of the match thinking, um, you know, same reasons he'll probably poll more points. Uh, that's generally how it works. The Seagulls clash with Brisbane in a ripper on uh, Friday night where Ben Trevojevic does stay at centre and we get uh, Olukowatu back into the second row. Uh, Bulamore and Trevojevic go onto the bench. Harper pushed to... Uh, sorry... Harper pushed to the extended reserves. Trevojevic stays on the field. Uh, no Schuster yet. He's in the extended squad. The Broncos welcome back Haas and Carrigan. Uh, Capewell, sorry, which pushes Carrigan. I really should write my own notes instead of reading someone else's. Haas <laughs> and Capewell, which pushes Carrigan to lock. I, um, I'm i going to draw a line here and say that if I'm saying I think Tigers should have won last week, Brisbane... We'll win this, 1-12. to 12. Um, They're playing good footy, but I think it's going to be a really good game. Looking forward to the forward battle with Olukowatu there. And I'm going to say Katoni first try scorer. Uh, just getting over Benny Turbo there and maybe bringing him back to reality. And the hot Adam Reynolds continue his hot form as one of the hot halfbacks in the comp. Barn. I'm going to go with Manly, 1-12. Again, no confidence realistically in this one. But uh, Tom Taroyevich, second week back, I think um, if anyone's going to kick in behind a rushing defensive uh, defensive line from Brisbane, it's going to be DCE, and he'll um, and if you got Tommy and Garrick screaming on the outside of that, looking for points, um, they may score a try or two just from a little kick in behind a rushing uh, Broncos defense on the outside edges, and if that happens early in this game. Brisbane have got a choice to make. Do they keep rushing or do they go back and try to hold their line? And if that happens, I can see a few problems uh, in the outside edges of the defence for the Broncos. So I'm going to go with Tommy for man of the match. Um, I'm actually going to go with Olukawatu with the first try. I think it'd be just that barge over on that right-hand edge. I think um, Manly might set up not nice and early on the Broncos line. I think it'll be close. I think the Broncos will score enough points to be in the game for a majority of it. And the crowd may actually help them Get very close in this game. As I said, I don't have a lot of confidence, but mainly one to twelve. I'm going to go Brisbane one to twelve here. This is sort of, I guess you could say the traditional Magic Round matches. Before there was a Magic Round, this fixture in particular, with mainly being the home side, would happen at Suncorp Stadium, and this is where Magic Round 
sort of evolved from. I believe also last year this was the game where the the crackdown was really implemented. I think Brisbane had two or three players sent off, so it was a bit of a memorable fixture. Fuck, I hope that doesn't happen this year. I, can't I, I don't. It I don't think it will. Happen. But it it also sort of led to Manly absolutely putting Brisbane to the sword. You'd have to think that there's a little bit of animosity there, at least for Brisbane. They got a bit of a point to prove. They want to win in Magic Round with all the games being played at their stadium. So I think they'll show up. They'll win once twelve. Payne Haas, man of the match on his return, and I'm going to say first try scorer to keep the hot streak going. Uh, Selwyn Cobbo. Saturday kicks off at 3pm with the Warriors and the Bunnies. No Cam Murray, as we've discussed in the review show. Cody Walker takes over as captain. Host reserve, uh, returns into the back row and arrow to lock. Tom Burgess goes back onto the bench with Mawali out. And Jackson Paulo comes in for Tass. Nicarima onto the bench as well, so they're not messing around there. Big in for the Warriors, Torhu Harris in for the first time since round 18 last year, and my God, they need him. Absolutely. And he's got a bit of work to do first up. And uh, Marcelo Montoya comes back onto a wing. <sighs> Oli, what are you doing here? And um, you, given we, we're looking at quite wet weather, they're talking about moving to Doombin 10,000, doing all sorts of crazy stuff. Um, I guess you maybe mention as we go through whether you think the wet weather footy may affect the re- result as well. Look, I'm going to go South's 13 plus here, and I do not think South Sydney are a great side in the sliders, especially without Cam Murray. I just really, really did not rate the Warriors anymore. I think this is a perfect game for Cody Walker to not be thrown off his game at all because there's no one to actually do it and for him to actually have a bit of a blinder. Um, I think at some point he's he's going to have a good game, like a really good game here and there, and I think this is going to be one of them. Um, so I'm actually going to tip him as my man of the match. The Rabbitohs 13 plus. And I'm going to say first try score. I'll actually go with Keon Kalou and Matungi crashing over. And I should also bring up, um, I'm going to sort of be keeping a close eye on him and Jai Arrow because I feel like they, on the back of Walker, could be difference makers as, as well. Yeah, well, you've stolen a couple of mine there, to be honest. I, I think this will be a game that will, um, it may not be raining at the time, but if it's slippery conditions, this is one that brings the Warriors back in a little bit closer. That's uh, why I'm going to go with South 1-12. to I think the Warriors may win the first 20 minutes or 30 minutes in that forward battle, but I think um, conditioning the, the South's edges and their back rowers may just um, come home over the top of the Warriors. I've got South 1-12. to I've got man of the match, Cook. I think there'll be a couple of little half breaks on just on the edge of the ruck and then he'll get in on the back of that and probably set up a set up some uh, some line breaks that'll get a lot of metres and a try or two. And um, I've gone with Keon Kulamatungi to score the first try as well on that right-hand edge just to barge over early in the match. I reckon if Warriors are playing, ooh, 14 other teams. Uh, South's playing 14 other teams. I may have tipped them, but I can't tip the Warriors. Rabbitohs 1-12. to 12. I'm defaulting to South's other best player with their injuries, and that's Campbell Graham scoring the first try, and, and uh, with a bit of footwork and maybe uh, a nice ball from Damien Cook out there. And I agree with you, and you know those sort of conditions, interesting battle of hookers. But I think Cook might prevail, and I think will now essentially take it on himself to lead this team, uh, given no one else is there. Titans and Dragons. Or them and the Dragons take on each other 5.30 Saturday. With Jaden Campbell back at one. AJ Brimson back to six. Azarko onto the wing. 
uh, and Will Smith. It must be his fault because he's dropped. Uh, Sammy's back as <laughs> well. No Greg Marzu. Isaac Liu named in the second row, and Jared Wallace named to start at the front. How does Marzu get dropped for a Sarko? Seriously. Anyway. I don't know. <laughs> uh, Hook is naming the same team as last week again. So Mbai keeps his spot after whatever it was. Yeah, that or makes five. absolutely no sense um, to me. I thought if there was a time to bring back the young fella at fullback, it would be this game. But um, Hook will do what Hook does. Uh, but I think the, the Dragons will be strong enough. I think their centres may actually have a field day out here against Isan Masters and Brian Kelly. Um, I feel sorry for whoever has to tackle Moses Sully because I can see him getting a lot of early ball up against the Titan centres, which I already... Uh, said in the review of last week is an absolute recipe for success. Just target the Titans centers in defense and you'll get tries. Um, if Lomax isn't scoring him, he'd be setting up Ravalawa or Moses Suli will be running over the top of people and setting up Figai. So I, I can see the Dragons. I've only gone 1-12 to 12 just because, again, I think um, wet conditions, both of these teams have issues with ball control and I can see a lot of... Um, a lot of opportunities being squandered at different times, but I've got the Dragons 1-12. to 12. I, If the Dragons are going to win, it'll be ben, ben Hunt getting around the field. I know he was he probably had his worst game for quite a few years um, last week, but if you, you know, that's generally a kick up the arse and tells you that you need to get better. So I'll go him for man of the match and um, yeah, first try score is Suwali. I agree. Yeah, I don't have much more to add. The wet conditions... But, you know, any conditions probably suit the Dragons at the moment uh, compared to the Titans, to be honest. So um, you've touched on Ben Hunt. He'll be man of the match because his kicking will be the difference here. And same sort of thing, worried about the edges, but using the same logic, I'm going to say returning Jack Bird might score first try with a barge over there. Ollie? Oh, yeah. <laughs> banging on about how good the Dragon centers look, right? E- even when they're up against the good teams. For example, Melbourne last week, the centers still looked good. And in most weeks, it's been the centers and the wingers. So can you imagine how good they are going to play against a bunch of geeks? They're going to be stupendous. Moses Sully's going to score the first try. Zach Lomax will set up three of them and be man of the match. It'll be 13 plus. It'll be great watching the Dragons, centers and wingers just absolutely play some amazing attacking football. And that's going to be my main positive. I'm going to focus on that because it's going to be a great positive on an otherwise rainy day. The rain's not going to matter. They're still going to have a great performance. And the other team, the Main event of the evening, Storm and Penrith clash at Suncorp. Uh Back Will the jersey f- be burnt, Oliver? <laughs> I haven't gotten this year's jersey to be honest because they're not worth me investing my money. I got Good the last thing I got, which I, I look at it and I feel disgust in a way. I got last year's final shirt that they put out, and that's it. Oh, fair enough. Okay. For Sorry, Melbourne. Maggie. No, that's okay. <laughs> For Melbourne, their back three is now Meany, Eremiah, and uh, Marion Seavey comes into the centres as well. So. A slight blow, go. well, quite a blow yeah. there. Uh, Penrith just welcome back Scott Sorensen onto the bench for Eisenhuth. And um, the Melbourne bench add Lorio and Chris Lewis. Barn, what are you doing here? 
Yeah, this is a tough one. Um, obviously, one versus two is always going to be a tough one. Um, I just think there's more continuity in the um, in the spine for Melbourne, even though Pappenhausen's come out and Meany's gone back to fullback. But your six, seven, and nine are still there. They've been showing week after week that they've got plenty of points in them. Uh, Penrith have struggled at times to score points, even against a few of the lesser sides. So, um, and Melbourne's defence is one of the better defensive teams in the competition. I think Penrith are a chance of winning this, but they would need to pull out one of their better defensive efforts that they've they've put up for quite a few years. Um, they will live for this game. It's going to, I think it'll still be quite close, but the Storm will just have that edging class. The halves will get them home. I'm going to go Jerome Hughes to be man of the match in this one. I think they're going to put a lot of pressure on Munster, and so they'll revert back to Hughes to control the game with his kicking game, and, um, and he's running on that right-hand edge which might be able to find out um, Liam Martin and uh, the, the centre out on that. Crichton might be able to turn him inside or outside a couple of times. And you'll see the Storm get home 1-12. to 12. Jerome Hughes, man of the match. And I think Harry Grant may score the first try with a little barge over at the start of the game. I'm going to go with Penrith 1-12 to 12 here. In a weird way, part of it is due to how the game of rugby league works. Penrith lose their first game of the season, go up against the next or the one better team the week after and win. That's usually how the story goes. But also due to the fact Melbourne do have the couple of injuries, um, I think that Melbourne spine will still be better, which is weird to say, but Penrith as a whole, their team just seems to mostly lift every week. There's not usually a bad performance from any impact player in particular and I think Penrith might just win this one through the middle if they try and keep it in the middle as much as they can and just sort of I was saying Parramatta we've stood the Penrith on, onslaught last week but if Penrith can sort of withstand the onslaught brought upon by Melbourne spine and attack then I think they can just go on with it in the end look I'm going really I've been saying one to twelve but realistically it's going to be one to six um, I'm going to say Nathan Cleary's man of the match uh through his kicking game, not too dissimilar against South Sydney in the grand final last year. And I'm going to say first try scorer, though, uh, Nick Meaney. Just looking at the lineups, um, Kevin Kamika is actually due back this week. He is. Uh, he's named on extended bench, yes. So sir. he's in 23. So don't be surprised if you see Tyron Wishart or Chris Lewis um, move off the bench for Kevin Kamika to come back in. Yeah, good call. Good call. Uh, I am going to. The the changes to Melbourne have me a little bit shaken. Otherwise, we'd declare them. But I think they'll win um, for all the reasons we've touched on. They're, that spine is a dangerous spine. The I, the only thing I can see happening where it will go against the script is if it is very wet and we see absolute Cleary masterclass um, kicking you know five six hundred meters and just pinning them. That's the big concern, especially with the the change of. Um, the back line there, but oh, I am cool. going to go one to twelve. Melbourne, Harry Grant, man of the match, uh, looking to control things here, and he'll provide the first try to Felice Kafusi barging over there. Oh, nice. Maybe one out there, but a, a nice try assist from the wizard to get us going. You okay, Oliver? Yeah, Alfin. <laughs> okay. I thought you were doing the sharks. Oh, well, isn't that going to be good when they verse next year? A couple of. Sea creatures going against each other. Anyway, <laughs> anyway, Sunday well, he's kicks. Had a couple of runs. Watch out! <laughs> All right, Sharks and Canberra, <laughs> ten to two at SunCorp on the Sunday. 
Uh, we get who have we got here? Nico he has moved to fullback with Trindle and uh, with Trindle coming in at halves. Connor Tracy moves to the centres. Cam McGinnis has been pushed back to the bench with Royce Hunt on the bench as well. Seb Chris joins the starting lineup, replacing Jared Coker for the Canberra side. Oliver. Cronulla, 13-plus. Nico Hines, man of the match. And I'm going to say... I'll say Nico first try scorer as well because Canberra sucks. So Nico's proven a, a, a decent game controller this year for Cronulla, probably better than a lot of us were expecting. So if he can get a little bit of space early in the game, which he probably will against Canberra, he'll score the first try. I'm going to go, yeah, Canberra, uh, Cronulla 13 plus as well. Class will prevail here. And, um, and yeah, enough points and enough uh, speed through the middle of the field where they're going to just really trouble Canberra. Turn these big blokes around. First try scorer. Look, I'm saying Nico man of the match, but I'm saying one of his uh, traditional fullback sweeps is what leads the first try, which will be Katoa scoring in the corner. I like the Sharks bench here. I think they're getting close to their best team. Obviously, I'd prefer to see Hines playing halfback than Trindle, but um, this this lineup to me says that the Sharks are going to play directly through the middle for their forwards for two or three sets, and then it's going to be the sweep play is going to be on on both sides of the field for the rest of the game. I was going to go Sharks 1-12 to 12 out of respect for the Canberra, but after what they've put up for the last 12 months, I don't have a lot of respect for Canberra, to be honest. <laughs> respect for <laughs> so Found some in I, the back pocket. I can see, um, yeah, uh, it'll be, the halves won't be doing a lot of running direct and um, trying to set up plays. It'll basically be throw it out to Hines on the sweet play, and you're going to be looking at your Talakai's. And um, Connor Tracy's in the centres to either hold someone up and give the ball to the winger, or go through for them, go through and score points themselves. I'm going to go with Talakai, man of the match. I think this will be the kind of setup where he's going to give someone like Matthew Tomoko absolute nightmares, just trying to tackle Talakai ten metres out with on the back of a um, a hind short ball running at at pace, and good luck trying to stop that. So. But Talakai, man of the match, I'm going to go with Mulatano for the first try and then Talakai for probably the second and third and possibly the fourth try of the match. So. Four o'clock Sunday, Roosters and the Eels. Very interesting matchup here where Verrills uh, is out injured with Watson starting at hooker. Takeaho starts with uh, Collins being suspended and uh, Saluka Fafida comes onto the bench. And same team for Parramatta. Sean Russell is on the extended bench there, so I guess we'll keep an eye on that one. Ollie, what are you doing this this one? Well, this I'm one's sure interesting. I Someone doesn't understand. Siri's confused. Shut up, Siri's confused. finally said what the rest of you should have said all the time. <laughs> but anyway, um, look, it is interesting because it would be such a Parramatta thing after beating Penrith. Yep. To lose the next week, and that's why I've just changed my team. <laughs> I'm a little worried as well because the Roosters did put Voldemort, he who shall not be named, to the sword last week, and maybe it is a bit of a. This will truly be a litmus test for the Roosters to see if they are truly coming back into form. Playing it safe though, 
I'm going to go Parramatta 1-12. to 12. I'm saying we will see a much improved Roosters side, especially against one of the better teams in the competition this week. So I do think they have improved, but I am going to go the Roosters 1-12. to 12. Regan Campbell-Gillard, man of the match as well, to not dominate the middle because the Roosters have got a really big middle, but just be able to win that battle. I'm looking forward to the middle battle here. And I'm going to say first try scorer, though. I'm going to go Daniel Tupo. Yeah, I'm, as I said, I've just changed my tip. I had the Eels, I had man of the match, um, Moses, and I had first try scorer, Gutherson. But it is an absolutely an Eels thing to do is to bring down one of the top um, the top contenders in the competition and then just hand it over to the team that they're playing next. The Roosters somehow, after being as poor as they have for this entire season, are still running sixth at the moment. They were given the, the way, like, they looked a million times better last week with Kiri digging into the line, uh, giving Tedesco extra time and space. And if he's got time and space up against Tom Opacek and Bailey Simonson or Penasini, I rate as a defensive centre, but Hayes Perham, you know, he's going to jam in off his wing. So if he can get the ball out to, to Tupu or Sawali, whoever's marking up against him on that outside edge, I, I can see the Roosters scoring enough points to win this game. So I'm going to go the Roosters 1-12. to You're going to play a lot more direct. I'm going to go with man of the match for Kiri. I think last week was the game that he needed to have. He's now been given his direction on how he needs to play and he needs to give time and space to his outside men and play a lot more direct. And I'm going to go with Manu to f- score the first try off um, probably a Kiri short ball onto Tedesco short ball. And Manu just does whatever the hell he wants to do and scores a try for the first try of the game. I don't know, eh? Like I could, um, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> but I could see this playing out any number of ways. I can see the Roosters falling to shit and Paramount yeah, putting 20 in them. I could smashing be, them through the middle. Yeah. I could, could see them just steamrolling straight to the middle. I could, but I could see the, the Roosters forward back doing the same. and Matching up. Yeah, Teddy, absolutely. Um, Teddy and, you know, Teddy doing what he did last week. So I am going to... Many people have kind of stuck doing this, but put my faith in Parramatta. 1-12. First try scorer will be Gutho, as you said. And man of the match, Regan Campbell-Gillard. I'll go with the narrative in the wet there. Maybe the steamrollers can um, pin them long enough to get them going. Cowboys and... uh, The Tigers and Cowboys wrap up Magic Round. Uh with Luciana returning to the starting lineup, uh, Safarth back to the bench. Ken Mamalo has been named again. Uh, Peyton uh, has named the same team that beat the Knights last week. Do I think the Tigers can uh, finish Magic Round on a high note for me? No. I think Cowboys will win, um, probably 13-plus. Peter Hiku, first try scorer, probably walking over untouched uh, over... Between Kapara and Gildhart out there, and uh, Drinkwater will have a hand in two or three tries uh, as their defence proves too good. But I am hopeful of maybe that not happening, Ollie. I'm going to go to Cowboys 13 plus as well. Jason Taumalolo for a big man of the match performance, and I'll be with you there, Peter Hiko, Peter Hiku, for the first try scorer. I'm only going to go 1-12. to I think the Tigers will score a few points in this game. Um, the I know the Cowboys' defence has been fantastic, but they leaked a few points last week against Newcastle at, in the middle of the field. So, um, And I think the 
Tigers have um, a little bit of a better back row and middle forwards than what the Knights have at the moment. Um, the Knights, you know, that's the Knights' strength, but I still think the Tigers are actually slightly better in the middle of the field than the Knights. So I'm going to go Cowboys 1-12. to 12. I'm going to go Drinkwater as the man of the match. I think he's going to set up a couple of tries with that beautiful cutout that he has, especially to, from that left to right. And then you're going to have Felt scoring the first try, probably running past um, Kapoa, who's 10 metres away from where he needs to be. Something different. Uh, anyway, that wraps up our preview of Magic Round. Quickly want to touch on Barn, and I'll we'll get to something to finish on the end, but you know, quickly want to touch on Supercoach and PCTC yes. if you had it. Uh, uh, has moved up into the lead in our uh, Footy and Froffies League on 12 points. There's five players tied in uh, first position. Gump is one of those. He's the best out of our show, and he's running third. At the moment in the Footy and Froffies League with 12 points, Daggy is on running sixth on 10 points and currently has the weekly belt. I'm running ninth on 10 points and Oliver is running dead last on two points. Daggy is actually playing this week for the weekly belt up against Oliver, who is running 20th. Uh, oh, sorry, did you say he's playing for the weekly belt? Because yes. I'm pretty sure if the, the fine viewers, I don't know if this is going to be uploaded as a vis- visual or not, but... um. If the fine viewers look at their screen right now, one person's got the belt over their shoulder, the other doesn't. The one with the belt over their shoulder is me. And I don't know if I want to hand this over. It's kind of kind of makes me feel yeah, quite nice, actually. You may have had possession, but realistically, you've never held that belt. What, what the, p- p- possession <laughs> is ten, ten ninths of the law or something. Ten ninths, yeah, it sounds good. <laughs> Anyway, that's give me the salary cap. PCTC, we don't have an update at the moment, but I'm assuming Beaver had a pretty good round again and would still be running first, first Gen Gen. And then, yeah, I'm running around fifth or sixth in the footy and profies comp. Uh, Pop Rod's on 58, Rinny 53. There's quite a bunch after him, but Pop Rod's got a five point yeah, break. Pop Rod's still four or five points ahead in yep. the overall competition. 58. Uh, don't forget to check out, they've, if you're a fan of racing, uh, horse racing, they've got their winter dash starting this week, six weeks, where you can uh, bet on or place your tips, no betting, place your tips on uh, all the races around us, the major features of Australia and um, high score wins. Check out PCTC on Facebook for more information there. Disaster class, Barn, how do you fare? Oh, okay. I was the only winner this week, actually. Um, So I've actually overtaken the lead because Oliver did not have a bet this week. He's currently on a positive of $260. My bet got up, which was the... What did I have? I had the Shark Storm and the Cowboys all 13 plus at $4.40. So that takes me up into a $355.40 positive. Daggy's down at uh, positive $75 and Gumpy has yet to strike a blow on minus $350 for the disaster class. What did I miss by last week? Uh, Panthers, I'm pretty sure. Ah, it would have been Panthers, of course. Uh, and I did. Oh, t- no, you put the dogs in. You had Roosters at oh. the line, Cowboys at the line, and then you had the dogs oh. in to make up some value. And then you threw in Stags first try and Broncos to win. So you missed out on Stags first try. Yes, 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 yes. Oh, well, this week we'll go $10 on Teddy first try score at $13. And have $30 on a straight head to head all up. 
The Cowboys, the Eels, the Sharks, and the Storm at $6.40. And then I'll have $10. Yeah, I'll stick with Sharks, Storm, and who, sorry? Cowboys, Para, Sharks, and Storm. Cowboys and Para, yep. And I'm going to have $10. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> what why price not? did you have for that? No, that was $6.30 for $6 those. $6.30. And then $10, yeah. uh, but I'm sort of changing my mind. On Brisbane, yeah, we'll just go $10 on Brisbane all up St. George. Brisbane Dragons, okay. I did have the Warriors in there, but I've, I've, I can't do that. <laughs> you backed out. I can't yeah. do that. No, so, fair enough. We'll get a price for that one too. Yeah, it'll, it'll probably be about week. four. It'll probably be about four bucks. I think. So, give me a minute, boy. Yeah, sorry about that. We're back here. So we got the disaster class this week for me is the Sharks, Storm, and Manly all head to head. We'll get you four dollars fifty. I'm going to have forty dollars on that. And then I'm going to have ten dollars at Ronaldo Molitano to score the first try for the Sharks at eight dollars. I. I feel like I'm letting the team down here. Ever since round one, I've sort of wanted to win this competition off of a couple of miracles. So I'm, I'm getting a bit more calculated, which I don't like. And it could also be part, part of the reason could be because the competition sucks and anyone can really do anything other than the top two teams. So I'm going Newcastle 13 plus, obviously tip the dogs, but would it be so unrealistic to say Newcastle beat the dogs 13 plus? No, it wouldn't. So I'll pull $50 yeah. at $5.70. Beautiful. And did you have an amendment to your bet there, Daggy? Uh, yeah, I was just decided to take the dragons at the line. Dragons, dragons minus the one point five, so it gets you about four eighty. It's your four dollars eighty. And uh, just lastly, because I like the way we finished it last week, uh, a big I don't say bold prediction, but um, we might finish this way. Have you got a big tip for the weekend? I'll give everyone heaps of notice to think about this. I was gonna. Say, what, what do you mean in terms of a tip, like a game, like something well, that no, like here a, we go. Ola a, a mini bold prediction. Ronaldo, yeah, Olakawatu first try for Manly. Mulatano first try for the Sharks. Chuck that together and put two bucks on it. You might get a pretty good return on that. I would imagine. No, it doesn't necessarily have to be a, a no, but gambling. We're thing. doing that anyway. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> and the Warriors to get wiped off the face of the earth and win the wooden spoon by the end of the year. Well, it's meant to be a bold prediction, but anyway. <laughs> Sorry, Warriors fans. Okay, Titans to win. How does that make you feel? <laughs> Actually, they don't deserve this reaction. Actually, who are you talking about? Never heard of them. Um, I'm going to go, well, sort of the same as Barney, but to a specific player, Cody Walker has been crap. He'll be crap for the mo- most of the year, but he'll get three tries this, this game. Yeah, we might, we might call tries. it... Um, in Flat future, we body. might call it a perform a performance or something. Performance of the week. Yeah, yeah right. now, I'm going to okay. say uh, mine will be Brisbane. I think they might stand themselves as real top four contenders and uh, and beat Manly and look very good in doing so. Well, Ponga man of the match for Newcastle, two try assists and possibly a try. Very good. It's been our preview of Magic Round. Everyone's getting up there. Stay safe and enjoy it. Hopefully, the weather is good. And I will catch you tomorrow, Barney, and you at some point, Oliver. So um, stay safe, guys, and we'll chat to everyone very soon. Catch up.